0: Welcome to the Schoolhouse Podcast where it is jumping, all right? My name is Mr. Schoolhouse and the objective of this podcast is to provide purposeful support for education professionals, right? And before we get started, guys, um, I just wanted to share a small little message with you guys. Hopefully, you will be able to learn something from it. So recently this week, I was doing my classwork. As some of you guys know that I'm currently in school in my undergrad. And so I'm taking this statistical data analysis class. And it was asking me about the mean, media, and median, and mode. And so some of you may be saying, okay, that's the basics, right? And it is. But it's a little bit different when you're looking for the mean media mode from like a data perspective. And so I was confused. I was frustrated. I was angry. And I was telling myself, why am I not understanding this? And what I've discovered is, and a lot of times when I usually get frustrated, it's especially with the learning process, is that I go to asking questions, which is great. Asking questions is great. But at the same time, have I tried everything before I go and ask questions? Have I really tried before I send that email to my professor? And I said, no, I haven't. I had to evaluate the process and look at look at the, the root of the issue. And the root of the issue was I was not understanding the foundation component, like the interval. And it was like interval uh, ratio data. And then it, it was referring to something called true zero. And so once I was able to go back and do my research, look on YouTube, right, look at my professor lecture again, then go through the notes. when I went through that whole entire process, it started to make sense to me and I was starting to get it. And so I'm saying all of the, all of this to say, is that when it comes to learning really anything but this is a this is a schoolhouse podcast so I definitely want to keep it educated related but when it comes to learning especially in a learning environment if someone is not understanding something then there's a high possibility that their foundation isn't strong right because if your foundation isn't strong then you're not going to be able to build momentum that's just like saying okay if a student is struggling with with Three-digit multiplication, or if they're struggling with d- three-digit math or division, do they know their multiplications one through 12? Do they know how to do basic math? I mean, sometimes we have to take it back to the roots. And once that foundation is strong, then you can build momentum. But if the foundation isn't strong, then yeah, that student is going to continue to struggle. That's just how the learning process works. And I knew, and I knew. I said to myself, I'm not going to be able to become successful in this class if I don't understand this, because it's only going to get more challenges it's on. It's only going to build from here. So if I don't understand this mean, medium mode, if I don't understand the basics, then I'm going to be lost for the rest of the semester. And I'm only going to make it harder on myself because I did not take the time out to understand the foundation process. And look, it took me. I just, I realized that this year. So that was a learning shock, like, wow, that foundation is so strong. But anyway, I'm not going to speak too long, but I just wanted to discuss about that foundation component is so strong when we talk about um, learning. But we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode, today's podcast. I'm, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to allow my guest to introduce himself. All I know is that the
1: schoolhouse is jumping. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, man, uh, Drake, man, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity uh, to be on your platform, and I consider it an honor and a privilege. I love what you do. I uh, love what you're about. love how you do it, what you do, my man. And so I'm truly grateful to be here. But I am Chip Baker. I'm a fourth-generation educator, teacher, former coach. Uh, blessed and fortunate to be raised by some great people, as well as be around some awesome folks uh, to learn from in my career. Uh, started my YouTube channel and podcast, Success Chronicles, about uh, eight years ago. And what I do is I just interview people from all walks of life and share their stories for positive inspiration and motivation. Uh, about five years ago, I started writing books. I became an author. Uh, and to the date, I've been a part of and published 15 books And several of those have been bestsellers. And so that's been a great journey as well because where I'm from growing up, I didn't know anybody that wrote books, right? And so I'm truly grateful for that and honored for that. Uh, I taught uh, 24 years. I was 24 years in education. I just made the jump out this year. And so I'm currently uh, an ambassador for uh, the greater Houston area for Hartwell University. And so I like to tell people that I've gone from humble beginnings to uh, advisor, ambassador, and board member,
0: and so that's where I am now in my life, my man. Mm-hmm. man that's an interesting journey, man. That's an interesting journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm excited, man. I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm feeling more excited because. I Just, um, I don't know if you've seen the game yesterday with, with the Deion Sanders, um, oh, his yeah, team. So, yeah, I, man, yeah, that was uh, that was phenomenal, and I and I say that to say because I'm interviewing someone who is in the sports arena, you know, that's yep. very familiar yep. with the football culture and yeah, and just the school climate. So, uh, I don't know, I was just and that just went through my mind. That was a random thought, but anyway.
1: Man, actually, one of the players that's on Colorado is a is a guy that that I coached. One of the guys I coached. Oh, so really? yeah, man, so excited for them. So happy for them. It's amazing.
0: Oh yeah, man. It's it's always a part of mm-hmm. to be a part of a culture that that that's looking to always win, to be successful, yeah. to be great. So uh, yes, they definitely got some great things going on over there. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. I – I wanted to ask you, so what inspired you to get involved with speaking as it relates to um, sports, athletics, education, things like that? Well,
1: really organically it happened. Um, You know, my background and my experiences is in that. You know, growing up, you know, mom had me involved in, in lots as a kid. You know, in high school, I played four sports for four years, Um, you know, played college football, Uh, you know, out of college, became a coach, you know, coach for 20 years. And so, you know, my whole life has been sports, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and so uh, that's my background. That's my expertise. I think life is sports and sports is life. I think sports teach us so much about life and um, we learn so many life lessons through, through sports.
0: Mm, mm. And, and, and I think too, cause I, 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 seen a video about, um, someone reposted a video mm-hmm. of a coach. Um, he just went viral, but he was mentioning how in football, the football field is just another, another playing field for education for, for athletes. Oh,
1: without a doubt. Yeah. I saw that clip too. It was amazing,
0: man. Right how and, he put it together right he 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 made it make sense and i think yeah it's so important for for educators to understand that yeah sports is not just sports alone and it's not just about winning it's not about just you know getting the big w but it, it is another playing field for education it's just in a, it just looks different it's in a different way you right. know what i mean sure. so so yeah for sure but what what motivated you to take on your expertise as an athletic director and start sharing it through public speaking? I know what you said, it kind of just happened. But
1: yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but what was, like, what what motivated you to, like, share that? Because I'm pretty sure you share some of the things you've learned yeah. as an athletic director, so. Well, I just I just
1: think, uh, like I said, it organically happened. But then I was getting requests. I guess people saw how I did what I, what I did. And people requested me to speak and, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, empower the kids to speak to their staff. And I guess it was just really just uh, people believing in me, you mm-hmm. know, uh, people seeing something in me that maybe I didn't even see it myself, yeah. you know, and then they gave me an opportunity and, and just you know, like anything, like we talked about sports and I was able to get the reps in uh, because that's what I did on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So it was an easy transition because, like at the end of the day, man, I coach, right? And, and I, I pride myself in being a great teacher, teacher coach, right? And so as a coach, I wanted to be a great teacher. As a teacher, I wanted to be a great coach. So they went hand in hand for me. And so it really, it was just an organic transition.
0: And I, and I kind of want to pivot here, you know, as a yeah. coach, yeah. as a coach, you know, as a, you know, just, just being a coach, athlete, director, etc. Have you ever had a time where your team was down and you had to? It, you guys made a comeback, and if you, and if so, can you kind of talk about that experience? You know, out of your out of your years of coaching.
1: Yeah, man. So I just, um, I'm gonna I'm go music on it, on you. I just flipped on the LL. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years, no, 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 man. Um, I, I think uh, there's been a few times uh, where I've been in that in that case before, and, and the main thing, the main focus was just pouring into the players and helping them believe that they can overcome. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that that is so uplifting because I mean, you think about it when you have somebody that believes in you. Uh, and they say, hey, no, no, no. Let's go. You got it. I think you, know, you can do it. I believe in you. But then they put you in a situation to help you be successful, too. Oh, man. Watch out. Here it come. And so for me, that's what it was. You know, just pointing to them, you know, letting them know that man, I believe in what you're doing. I trust what you got. Your skills are enough. Let's go get it done. And so, in those cases, and they went out there and performed and did what they're supposed to do.
0: Mm, mm. No, I think that, and I think that believe part is so important, especially yeah. you know when you even like in coaching yeah. or 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 education in education that belief part is so powerful because once you believe, then it turns into execution, right? Yeah. Because when you if if you don't believe, then what do you really have? what are you really building? you know what i mean if yeah. you if you don't really believe in the mission and you're not executing so that's just that's just something to kind of chew on when it when we talk about like really believing in and executing in in that aspect
1: yeah and, and I believe it has to be authentic mm. and organic too you know what I'm saying like like they you know say like it is like they people read through fake people read through b s right mm-hmm. and so when you organically are there side by side with them, putting in the work with them, um, showing them that they can, pouring into them, you know, you're know, you going to get, ooh, this is good. You talked about math coming in. Input equals output, right? Yeah. And so, you know, what you put into something, what you put into people is what's going to come out, right? Because you've poured into them.
0: Mm. Mm. No, that's really good. That's really good. And I think, I just think that's great. That was great. That's great, man. And when when you are out speaking, how do you tailor your message? Because I, I know you I've seen you on, on uh Facebook, you'll speak to different audiences, audiences yeah. whether that'll be a football team, like a high school football mm-hmm. team. And I think I've seen you speaking at a college as well. So how do you yeah. how do you tailor your message to fit with that what that audience needs? How do you know what they need? Well, that's good
1: that you asked that, because I think the, the first thing is having the conversation with the people that set it up. Like um, I can say, you know, hey, Chip has these experiences. I have these great things. I can go deliver the speech, but it's not what they need. Mm. Right. So so as a speaker, it's important to take the time to, to have the conversation with the people that's bringing me in. Like, what are your needs? You know, What are some things you guys are going through? Like, what are your pain points? You know, how can I be of service to you and your people, right? Mm -hmm. And so from there, then you put that together with, okay, what organically have I experienced in my life that I can relate and help and give service uh, to this audience and then just strive to make it relevant and then put Mm -hmm. those things together and provide relevance.
0: So Mm -hmm. that's
1: kind of how I do uh, my thing. Uh, I think it's important to make sure that I give whoever I'm speaking to um, authenticity. You know, I don't speak, I don't write on anything I haven't experienced, right? I don't think I can do that. And so I have to give you what I've experienced. I can't give you anything fake, not that I haven't experienced. And so what that does for me is that gives me a passion that gives me a drive because I've lived through that. Right. And I've Mm -hmm. come out on the other side of that. And so, Man, you are gonna get it when you give me an opportunity to give it to you, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And 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 I like what you said, kind of figuring out what do the what the do, what does that specific audience needs. Specifically, yeah. talking to the people who set it up, right? So, do you when you figure out what they need, right? And you you kind of tailor it to the like personal experience what you experienced through. Do you go home and write out your message? Do you practice it? Practice it over and over again? Like how? How do you speak for like twenty to thirty minutes, or maybe even forty-five minutes? Just how, how do you do that?
1: Man, I don't know, Dre. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 <man>. yeah. <laughs> no. I um, what's what's crazy is I've done all of that. Right, right. I know you um, have. Like, like I, I've, I've, I've done all of that, but, but it's a process, and just like anything, you have to get the reps throughout that process, so you understand what works best for you, what don't work best for you, all of those things. And this is funny, man. I'm gonna, oh damn, we are recording this, man. I, oh, what the heck, I tell you. <laughs> so, uh, lay it out, so, man. Let's go. let put it out there, man. So like early, man. Because I'm I'm really, man. I'm really an introverted person, Dre. Really? Oh man. Like I'm, uh, like I'm real. I'm a quiet dude, man. Like I, I'm, I'm big chilling. You know, like I ain't bothering nobody. Nobody's gonna bother me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, but so so when when people you know started requesting me and asking me to speak, I'm like, man, like for real, like me, <laughs> like <laughs> really, like you want me to speak? And like we see you do it all the time, you motivate kids, like you motivate people around you, like you do it all the time. Like, I guess you're right, you know. Yeah, like when I started the process, man, like like I would write word for word what I'ma say, uh, then go type it and like all of that, man. And then I've got to the process to where you know each time I speak, um, I challenge myself, I find something to challenge myself. That I can learn and grow each time. so really it's a it's a system that I have that like it provides for me to have continued growth because I'm pushing myself to be the best version of myself and mm-hmm. so like from that then I went into okay I don't need to do word for word okay maybe I just do a little bit of word for word and some bullets right then I got to okay we'll just do all bullets right and then I continue to grow and record myself and watch it and get better. Like, I'm, you know, from the athlete perspective, you know, I want to watch the tape to see how I can be better with my, my performance. So everything I do, I record either the video or the audio, and I go back and watch it or listen to it to see what I can improve on, right? I mean, to this day, I still do that. And oh, wow. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure that, like, if you bring me in and you ask me to come speak, I want to make sure I'm giving you the best version of Chip Baker that I can give you and so you know then from there then I started setting up you know my flow that I like right from the reps that I have Uh, then with my flow then I started you know learning how to be better to craft my story you know and so over time I crafted you know learn how to craft the story and tell a story make it relevant to the audience and so those are the things it's a process now man just like anything we do when we look back on it like some of the first stuff I did, like, ooh, that's a, ooh, that's brutal to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But 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 now, man, it really makes me proud to see the growth because I know the work that I've put into it. Mm. Right. Like people on the outside don't know that. Right. And since it's you, Dre, I shared it on your podcast. But but people don't know that, but it's been a process. Right. And the way you get better at anything, I believe, it's by getting the reps. And you can't be afraid to get the reps. Right. Yeah. Get the reps, fail, you know, laugh at yourself. Ooh, I blew that. Like, right. oh man, that was pretty good. Chip keep doing that. And so it's been that process for me. But man, that's that's what it's been for me, Dre.
0: Mm. No, I, I think, man, no, I think that that I appreciate your transparency. And the yeah, affordability sure. in that in that learning process, because honestly, I know that this is a field that's constantly growing, right? And I just mm-hmm. I want I want education educational professionals to know that there are opportunities out there for them to to become successful in. Because yeah. I know, like especially during the pandemic, a lot of teachers mm-hmm. left the profession. And so, one of the things that I want to encourage educators on that, hey, look, you can you can be a speaker. Not only can you be yeah. a speaker, but you can you can speak to staff. You can speak. You can yeah. speak to students. You can even if you're a coach, if you're a football coach, yeah. Yeah. maybe and maybe you want to get into that 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 avenue. You know yeah. that 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 is an opportunity to possibly turn that into that's a, a career. Not possibly, but it is. Yeah. It's an it's a way of turning into a career. So that that transparency and vulnerability that you just shared i want people to know that because a lot of times you know they'll look at people and even me included at times where i just being honest where i look at people say dang they got it all together or they they but but when you hear people's stories and you hear the transparency vulnerability they're human too so for that coach and teacher out there, you're, yeah, I get it. You're human, you know, yeah, and you may be yeah. looking at everybody, but this is the process and this is a journey, and that's what, you know, I, I love to hear because not often do we really get to hear that. So, um, no, I, I that's why I say I applaud you for really sharing that because people need to know.
1: Yeah, man. So just as you said that, man, it's a couple of things that you hit on that I'm really passionate about. If you don't mind, can I share
0: those? Yeah, go ahead, Chip. Do your thing, bro. Okay.
1: So, so for me, I think the first thing like you talked about teachers, uh, it's, it's really just like teaching. I mm. mean you know, uh, so you you try things, you learn things, you implement them, you figure out, okay, this don't work for me. okay, this works for me. okay, and and even when you have different students, okay, this may work for me, but it may not work for my students. And it ain't uh-huh. about me, it's about what I'm who I'm giving it to. It's about them. It's bigger than me. Ain't about mm. me, right? Mm. And so when you learn to be able to adjust, like that's a sports thing too. You got to make adjustments, right? You got to continue to make adjustments so you continue to learn and grow. And so um, in that process, you learn transferable skills. Uh,
0: talk about that,
1: right? I'm about, I, I'm about to give it okay, to you. I'm about <laughs> to give it to you. I'm about to give it to you. And, and what I mean by transferable skills is those are skills that you learn in this one domain that can be transferred and used in other domains in your life. Right. So just like we talked about with the sports to the speaking, to the teaching, to the, you know, like, so like you have to prepare in all of those, right. Mm. You have to be adjustable in all of those. You have to deliver and make it relevant to your audience in all of those. Mm. Right. So those are just examples of transferable skills that helped me be better because now I know I can use all of those things in different domains to help me be successful to relate to people, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing, you know, learn the transferable skills. But then the second thing, you have to know that, and this is good and I'm talking to myself, right? And I told you like my process of writing, being an introvert, right? You, you have to know that when you make the effort to strive to be the best version of yourself just by making the effort, you're ahead of the game, mm. right? And okay. so, like, like I can compare myself, like, I can compare myself to ET, you know, I can compare you and I can compare myself to Kendall Ficklin. Oh, you, know, yeah? I can, you know, like, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's so many great, John Gordon, like, there's so many great people out there that speak and write and have books, and I can compare myself to them all day but if I do that, I'll never be enough. Mm. Right. But what I need to make sure I do is learn, okay, how'd they do that? That's cool. He has those skills. Man, that's awesome. But then also I need to compare myself to me. Like, did I get better today? Am I a better chip than I was yesterday? Right? And if I'm and if I'm having that continued growth, I'll eventually get where I want to get.
0: Mm, mm. No, that's really good. That's really good. And I think And I think this is important, too. You know, I've seen on the Internet with educators where... And I don't know if you've experienced this in in your years of education where I will hear teachers becoming jealous of other teachers because maybe they are popular or maybe all the kids love them or maybe everybody's gravitating to them. And so you have other teachers or other educators jealous of that teacher i guess that's that's people that's popular or whatever the case may be
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and and instead of and this this principle applies to this scenario or just generally speaking when you talk about transferable skills yeah transferable skills but also but also just knowing that hey look see what you can learn from that person. Like you were saying, or, or you kind of look at it, what can I learn from this person? How did how are yeah. they doing that? How are all the students, how do they have high test scores? You know, how yeah. are the students behaving so well and they're not yelling right. and screaming at them or yeah. cursing them out or whatever the case may be. Like, how are, they, yeah. how are they doing this at such a high level and they're doing it with integrity? <laughs> you know, they're doing it the right way, but still getting right. the results. So it's like looking at, if someone is better than you, which is OK, it's a billion people in the world. And I remind myself of this even in my moments where I do find myself comparing yeah. myself to other people. How can I learn from that person? How can I how can I grow? You know, so I mean, when you talked about that comparison point, uh, comparing, you know, things like that, I, I think that was um that's just something that ran through my mind. I think
1: I've heard before, too. Comparison is a thief of joy.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And so, like, don't focus in on comparing, just focusing in on being the best version of you, mm. right? And, and and continue to have the growth mindset, you know, kind of like you explained, like, what can I learn from this? What can I do to be better uh, in this situation? And so, I think when you focus all your energy on that, like, you don't have time to be worried about what everybody else is doing because you got your head down, you know, tunnel vision focused in on what you're doing.
0: Mm, 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 that's real. Yeah. And let's talk about this books man you, you, yeah 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 how many books you publishing? how many books you got man <laughs> man it's
1: like you know um like every time I say it like i, I have to take a deep breath because it's 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 unbelievable to me yeah, right and so mm-hmm. to this date, man, it's been fifteen I've it's been a part cool. of reading fifteen books, and so wow. um man, it's um uh, I don't know, man. It's an awesome journey, wow. and I'm truly grateful for every ounce of it, man. I don't take any of it. I don't mm-hmm. take any of it for granted, mm-hmm. and I'm truly grateful for it, for sure.
0: Man, yeah, we gotta talk about that, man. We we, yeah. we can't yeah. end a podcast without talking about them books, yeah. man, because yeah. it's it. a it's a valuable it's a valuable asset um, yeah. for the audience to come can walk away from. So how 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 do you even publish a book? How do you <laughs> Where do we even begin? Uh, I'm still <laughs> trying to
1: figure that out
0: too, Drake. Now, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you, no, man, it's uh, it's it's uh, the beauty of it nowadays is, is so many avenues that you can do things. You know, like younger when I was a kid, you know, the only way that those things could happen is if you know there was a big time publisher that sought after you, you know, mm-hmm. did a contract with you to have a publishing deal and. You know, you you sell so many books and they give you percentage, like all of those kind of things. Uh, now, you know, in the age of self-publishing, you can do uh, self-publishing as well. Mm. Uh, and so there's, there's several uh, groups out there now, like people that have businesses that do self-publishing, and they walk you through the steps of how to publish and do all of those things. And they offer different things, too. Like, you know, there may be some things that I may need that somebody else don't. Don't want to need, you know, and that mm. it helps with pricing, like the differences in pricing, and so it's a lot out there. Um, but man, it's um, it's it's been neat for sure, mm. definitely a neat journey.
0: Mm. And so with um, with 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 publishing, so you can go, so you can go through a, a self-publishing company, right, to get it published. But what about like the writing process of the book?
1: Ah oh, man, it's like, really, uh, it's just getting your thoughts down. And, and this is cool because everybody has different processes of how to do their thing. It's just like learning, like an education. There's different, uh, you know, modes of learning. Some people are, are, you know, visual. Some people are, you know, like, you know, they like to hear, the, you know, some people are, you know, tactile, hands on. So the writing process is similar. You know, however you write, you know, truth be told, I'm a coach. If I could have wrote everything in bullets, I'd do that. X's and O's.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> right. But uh, you know, everybody has their own process. And like for me, you know, I love the use of technology. a lot of the, like, I brain dump. I get all my stuff out, like in my notes on my phone and my in my you know Apple person. And so because it can be on all your different stuff, so I just dump my ideas, um, then go back and organize them. Uh, and then put it into word and then organize like that and then go from you know turning that all of that stuff in the publisher you know somebody edited it and all of those kind of things so there's lots yeah. to it
0: yeah yeah, yeah so you have people who edit okay, gotcha got you got you got you okay man and and how do you how do you continue to market yourself as a as, as a speaker or as a publisher to continue to like generate you know revenue? For your, for your business and business
1: endeavors. Yeah. I think uh, the, the blessing of what I've done, man, my whole life, I've just strived to be a good dude, man, mm. and treat people right and, mm. and do things the right way. Mm. And I've been truly blessed that I haven't had to do a lot of, um, you know, try to market and put stuff out there. You know, of course, you know, your typical social media, all of those kind of things but I haven't had to do a lot of that because I have some amazing quality relationships, man. I've, I've, I've gained some relationships with some great people that have truly believed in me, that have truly helped me, that have put me in some situations that that have blown me away, man. And so um, as far as the marketing piece, you know, of course, the so typical social media, we've done some book tours, you know, we sell books and speak. Uh, as well as that, uh, so that's been really neat too. Uh, you know, as a kid, you know, from a small town in Texas, you know, our, our vacation was, you know, driving two and a half hours to go see family in Dallas. Yeah, you know, and truth yeah. be told, man, two years ago, um, man, we I did like we did like a ten-city book tour. Oh, wow. I got I got tired of flying. <laughs> you know. Like uh I get to the the pre check, they like, "Hey, what's up, Chip? Back again? Just like saw <laughs> you two days ago, hey. you know?" Hey. Oh, oh, that's Chip. He come on through. I ain't, I ain't even done no clear or nothing. Oh yeah, he oh comes wow, he on through, dog. Must be yeah. nice. <laughs> No, I'm just waiting. They like that, but I'm just, oh. saying, <laughs> just saying. I'm, I'm just say saying. TSA, they a little. Yeah. No, no, hey. no. They don't. They don't mess around. They don't. Mess around. But, but. But it was a neat experience to go from, you know, growing up, not really having that experience to overly having that experience mm. and just, you know, reminding myself to be grateful or uh, within the challenges and just be in a moment and enjoy it all.
0: So a lot of that is built off like the relationships you've built over the years, just coaching, yeah. And educating.
1: yeah, yep. 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 And then like the podcast helped me connect with a lot of people. You know, as you know, the podcast, like I didn't know I just because I love highlighting people and sharing their stories, and so uh because <clears throat> I know that it's not it ain't about me, it's bigger mm. than me, right mm. and so uh, what I didn't know is throughout the podcast journeys that I would meet so many great people all over the world mm. and build bonds and create relationships with and so that was before I had the books, and then once I had the books, like they were like big supportive, like, oh man, you yeah. got a book, let's get it out there. Why don't you come over here and do a book tour? Like, wow. oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, and so so it's been great, man.
0: Hmm. No, and, and I think, man, and I, and I not, not I kind of want to speak on this a little bit before we yeah. before we get out of here, but hey, to to all of the um <clears throat> to the people out there that's listening to this podcast today, if you ever thought about starting a podcast, you should do it. <laughs> For I highly sure. encourage you to do it. We definitely need more content. Sure. Definitely need more content. And when you talk about, you know, you wanting to build relationships, podcasts is like one of the best ways. I promise you, you won't regret yeah. it. Chip, you were right. You hit the nail on that podcast, man. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's a way to connect with people. It's a way yep. to deal with people. And it's a way yep. just to build authentic relationships, so.
1: Oh, for sure. And like I said uh, earlier in the interview, like I'm i I'm an introverted person. And so like like I I would not and you know, just being me like mm-hmm. early, early I would now, but early, like I wouldn't just reach out to anybody random and say, hey, can I have can we have a conversation? <laughs> can I get to know you? Yeah. Like to me that's like ooh, uncomfortable, kind of weird, right? Uh to me. Right. Right. Uh, for sure. Like, for sure. But like I don't have a problem with saying, hey, you know, I like you, you know, man, you look like you're doing some great stuff. I love to interview you on my podcast to highlight you. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's easy to do. Right. And Mm -hmm. so from that, then you get to know, oh man, well, they kind of grew up just like me. Oh wait, like they have similar backgrounds, you know, like faith based, like they have these principles. Oh, that's awesome. You know, okay. Then the next thing is, man, like, you are you in Atlanta? Man, I'll be in Atlanta in two months. We should connect, you know? And so from there, like next thing I know, I'm doing a book tour in Atlanta. You know, like all that ah, that's crazy. Of, but right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it literally has happened that way. Like, um, I've done in Tampa, Florida, and I've been in North Carolina. I've been to L.A. You know, and it all happened just like I explained to you. Like I met some people there through my podcast. When I dropped my book, they're like, "Hey, let's do this," and they actually were in my books,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Because uh, I do compilation books, the impact of influence, and so it, I mean, it was it's just amazing, and that's just three places. Like I tell you, two two summers ago, we did a ten city book tour, so it's crazy.
0: Wow, yeah, Chip, uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate you sharing your experiences and sharing your journey yeah. and yes, sharing just how how you're doing amazing things and you are, you are for real. Like Just to see, just to see another brother out here that's educating, that's empowering, that's helping, helping, um, our generation, you know, through sports, athletics, education. I think it's a phenomenal thing because, um, when I see your content, man, it really does inspire me. So I just wanted to give you your flowers, man, to definitely keep doing what you're doing. And you, you are, you are a great brother and I'm glad to, I'm glad and honored to, um, to have this chance to interview you today. So I appreciate you coming on.
1: Man, thank yeah. you so much, Dre. Um, and when we started the interview, I said that, you know, same sentiments to you, my man. Like, I love, you know, what you do, love what you're about. I'm glad that the big man has allowed us to connect. And, man, I look forward to doing that same process, you learning and growing and doing work together and seeing how we can help each other uh, be the best versions of ourselves. So I appreciate you. Appreciate what you do. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is inspiring, too, my man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Chip. Now, before we head out of here, man, what is an issue that you see in education today? And what is the solution to that?
1: The issue that I see in education. Ah, oh, man, that's tough for me. Uh, because um, I wholeheartedly believe in education, mm-hmm. right? And it's tough for me to say anything bad about education, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I'm a fourth-generation educator. My mom, my grandmother, my great-grandmother were retired educators. I'm, a, I'm an educator, and my little sister is, is an educator as well. And so mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really hard for me to say anything bad about education because I believe in the education system. I believe that, um, I mean, you think about it, Dre. Nobody does anything without going through teachers.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, of course, you know, doctors and nurses, they're born. Right. <laughs> right. Parents make them. But then as far as getting out the house, learning who you are, learning something, knowledge on your own so you can use it to apply that in life. That's teachers. Mm. That's educators, mm. and so I just think, um, you know, I don't have anything like an issue. I think the tough thing for me is, I just you can't get enough good people around kids.
0: Can't get enough good people. Okay, you know, and so like I just,
1: I just think, man, um, we need we need as many people as we can to pour into kids. We need as many people to be in the education system uh, to encourage and pour into others. Right, I think when we can continue to have that, you know, it makes our world better because uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go my favorite Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, Okay, I I believe the children are our future. (laughs) Hey, 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 Eddie
0: Murphy's
1: no, that's uh, coming to America. You know, oh, were coming to oh okay. I mean, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, cheers, dog. Yeah, she's <laughs> well, let them lead the way. Amen. <laughs>
0: no, no, I, I, I think, man, we can't get enough good people around, around kids. Man. Nah, man, and I think, um, I yeah. think what you said is essential, man. We definitely, we definitely need more people into yeah. education. So, hey, look, if you are looking against education, come on, sign up. We, yeah. need, you. we yeah. need you.
1: We need you. Do we need do you, it, man.
0: But I, 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 like I said, man, I appreciate you, Chip. And yes, sir. We're about to wrap things up. But hey, hey, guys, before we head to the schoolhouse office, please, I want to encourage you guys to leave a review, follow, and share the schoolhouse podcast on Apple Podcasts to make this podcast become more visible so that more educational professionals can find out more about education. Because here's, here's the honest truth, guys. I've done some research and I've looked at specifically podcasts in the education space and it's not a whole lot. There's a lot of relationship podcasts that is booming right now in our in our generation relationships relationships relationships. But just imagine if educational professionals can have more access to professional development on the go. So please, 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 I encourage you to Check out the Schoolhouse podcast on Apple Podcasts. And that concludes our podcast. And I appreciate you again, Chip. And this is Mr. Schoolhouse. Peace. And we get it. Welcome to the Schoolhouse podcast office where it is jumping. All right, guys, look. I I enjoyed today's show. It was a lot of laughter, <laughs> a lot of um, good conversation centered around, you know, sports, around speaking, you know, around publishing and publishing books. You know, so it, it, was a, it was a true joy. And I think, you know, for all the education professionals out there, hey, if you're thinking about writing a book or you're thinking about publishing your own book, guess what? You can do it. I believe that you can do it. I believe that you can write that book, you know, to empower students. I believe that you can write that book to empower staff. If you're that coach out there and you're coaching that high school football team or that middle school, whatever level of coaching you're coaching at, guess what? You can write that book too. If you are an educator and you and you have thought about speaking to staff, oh, we need that too. But guess what? You can do that because you are the expert of your own life. So continue to do great things. Continue to be that amazing, phenomenal education, education professional that you are. Thank you all for checking, for tapping in with the Schoolhouse podcast. This is Mr. Schoolhouse and we out.